Hello and welcome back to Nursing Down Under. I'm your host, Kate Creedon. In this episode, we're going to hear a little more about the opportunities available to international nurses in Australia. How much work will you get? What clinical areas are in demand? And what if you want to make the move long term? To find out, I'm joined by Kate Gormley. Kate is Health Solutions Group Australia's Nursing Agency Manager for New South Wales and International Nurses. Kate, welcome. Hi. Kate, tell us a bit about your role. So my role, I'm the New South Wales Nursing Agency Manager and I also head up the international team, so our recruiters at work overseas. So my role in New South Wales is overseeing the acute agency business as well as our corporate health divisions. Uh, we've got two sites in New South Wales, uh, New South uh, Surrey Hills and Parramatta. And what would you say your favourite part of the job is? I love meeting all of the nurses and it's really satisfying when you see the nurses arrive, uh, you see the nurses getting placements that they can expand their skills in. I just think that it's a really rewarding job just to see how happy people can be working agency and the flexibility they get. So for nurses coming out to Australia, I mean, is, is there much demand? Is there is there much work for them? Oh, absolutely. And especially now coming out of the pandemic, well, I suppose we're still in the pandemic at the moment with the vaccine rollout, but certainly um, there's always demand. I mean, I've worked with the agency uh, since 2008 and prior to that with another agency and, and you always see such shortages in nursing. So there's always plenty of work available. And is it in specific clinical areas? Look, always our highest needs Look. is the high acute critical care ICU, but it depends on what state as well. We've all got our own niche of work markets that we look to fill or that we struggle to fill, uh, particularly in some of those uh, clinical areas of mental health. And coming out of COVID at the moment, uh, mental health is obviously top of mind, making sure that, you know, people's wellbeing is looked after, especially with everything that the country's experienced. But uh, there's lots of other clinical areas as well that we look for, aged care, disabilities. We work with corrective services. So there's lots of variety available. So what if you've trained in a specific area um, at home? I mean, you know, what sort of work might you expect when you come to Australia? Look, I always say to people that come from overseas to keep an open mind. The beauty of our agency is, is that we've got so many clinical areas and such great client relationships is that there's always opportunities to increase your skills. So often, let's say, for example, a nurse has worked in acute surgical or medical, that's quite a broad clinical area where some of those skills could be used across multiple facets. Or alternatively, if some of our ED nurses that come through have worked in airways management in the triage base, they're really good at upskilling into areas such as recovery um, in the theatres, uh, non-ventilated HDU wards. And I think it's a really great opportunity for them because we can coordinate supernumerary training. But look, if the nurse comes out and wants to only work in their clinical area, we do our best to make sure that we can facilitate that working with many of our clients that we've got good relationships with. Um, in terms of work, I mean, is there a specific city or state you should be moving to? Look, at the moment, all states are in high demand. I recently caught up with all of our branch managers and we're all experiencing the same pain in terms of shortages of nurses across the board. So I guess it really depends on the lifestyle that the nurse is looking for because each state has a little variance in, in, in the lifestyle that they'll experience when they live. If they're a city person, obviously your CBD areas of every state, you know, 
would probably be the best option, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. Uh, but particularly, you know, we want to make sure that we look after our other states as well because there's such lovely vast variety of things to see in other states such as South Australia and the ACT, uh, even uh, sunny Albury in New South Wales, country New South Wales. So there are a lot of um, different places you can move to. It is, does the work depend on or will you be doing different work in these different locations or you can do a variety in, in all of these places? I wouldn't say the work's different. I, I guess if you're working within a hospital, you know, obviously with our national standards, Australian hospitals are, are quite similar. There might be a little bit of different culture that you'll experience in those sites, but generally the hospital work would be the same across the board. And that's the beauty of working with our organisation is that if you land in Sydney and then you decide you want to travel, you can stay with the same organisation and we make it as easy as possible to transfer through uh, and make your transition a nice one as well where you get to meet other teams and make sure that the transition into a new site uh, is, is a positive experience. I think the main thing is that with our organisation, we've got lots of national contracts. So as an example, with some of the larger private hospital networks, a lot of their hospitals and structure of policies and procedures are set up the same. So what that means is, is that if you work in one hospital here in New South Wales, chances are that if you work in one of their hospitals interstate, the experience will be almost the same. So, I mean, as an agency nurse, um, what would your, what's your day-to-day sort of work like? So look, the patient ratios here in Australia are obviously uh, much better than overseas. Uh, most hospitals work on a one to four, one to six patient ratio. And I think that all of our hospitals, including the private hospitals, you generally get an orientation and induction and have to complete their competency training before you step foot on one of their facilities, which makes it such a great transition. I mean, years gone by as an agency nurse, you'd get called five minutes before the shift, have to turn up, be thrown in the deep end, you know, barely get to meet the team before you have to hit the ground running. And and obviously that can make it quite daunting. And I think that that often gave agency nursing a little bit of a, a bad reputation for being thrown in the deep end. But now, I guess because of such national standards and and such tightening in the guidelines of being able to work as a contractor, it makes it such a nicer experience for everybody because you're almost like part of the team because of the training that you're getting, which then in turn makes it great because the facility gets to know you better. Uh, It gives them a consistent workforce, but it also gives you continuity of shift as well, knowing where you're working. And is there any opportunity to upskill or perhaps retrain? if you're wanting to move into another area? Oh, absolutely. We've got clinical facilitators that actually work within our organisation, but I guess it depends on what state you work in as well, how readily available those opportunities are. But in Sydney, for example, we've got great partnerships with our clients because they see the benefit in training up nurses and and having that consistent workforce. So I think I mentioned before, you know, what we do is look at opportunities when you first arrive of areas that you're looking to branch into. And once the nurse has transitioned into the agency and, and got the feel for the work, that's where we can look at some education pathways, particularly in upskilling in areas, as as I mentioned, you know, if you've worked in emergency care where you've got airways management there's a really great transition pathway that we've set up to work over in recovery 
in theatres or in HDU and non-ventilated ICU wards. Uh, and particularly at the moment, uh, we've just been um, successful in partnering with Aspen Medical. Now, Aspen has been appointed by uh, the Department of Health uh, as one of the panellists to provide the COVID vaccine. Uh, and so we've been successful as their sole subcontractor to support them in that workforce. So uh, it's going to be uh, an opportunity for people that are interested to, to help Australia through the pandemic and that's where we're looking to uh, sponsor people to give subsidy towards getting their vaccination certificate so that they can support Australia in rolling out these vaccines. Um, there's other opportunities as well. Uh, we look at doing, you know, advanced life support or, or doing courses outside of their clinical area just to get them exposure and to help them develop career pathways. Well, you mentioned the demand um, in mental health uh, at the moment. I mean, what other clinical areas are, is also we're seeing a big demand? Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment, ICU critical care and theatres, they're always our top uh, demand areas. But particularly at the moment, uh, we had cancellation of elective surgeries nationally uh, in March. And then Victoria obviously saw that go further into July, August and September. So hospitals are on catch up mode. So they're working around the clock to get on top of those lists and to ensure that we get back on track. So certainly ICU critical care and theatres are probably our top uh, areas of need. However, that then has a flow on effect for uh, demand in surgical and post-op surgical units. We also always looking for midwives um, across across the the nation and particularly uh, aged care at the moment. Obviously, there's been lots of restrictions placed in aged care with uh, visitors and with the COVID outbreak. So particularly really highly skilled aged care nurses is in high demand. Now, you touched on this a little already, but what are the opportunities to travel? I mean, you've, we can go interstate, but what about regional or even rural parts of Australia? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got our CQ nurse branch uh, based in Mackay. They are rural and remote specialists. But all states manage an element of rural and regional work uh, within their own branches. The regional work spreads from uh, public hospitals to private hospitals, aged care networks. And I think, look, the beauty of our organisation is, is that you can travel. We make it an easy transition. You can do blocks of work from anywhere from three weeks up to 12 months. Uh, I think some of the contracts that CQ Nurse have are rolling contracts. So they might start out as three-month contracts and then would get extended if the nurse is interested in staying on. I think there's really critical shortages at the moment and particularly, again, border closures has had a, a big effect on that with COVID because obviously a lot of nurses um, used to travel in and out of interstate and, and they're either tending to stay on contract or just it's making it a little bit trickier. However, um, being it's an essential skill, we can still get exemptions for people to travel interstate for work. So don't let the border closures turn you off uh, travelling interstate. Uh, at the moment, you know, it, it's a really great opportunity to complement your travel and seeing Australia whilst earning some money, uh, particularly now with the COVID vaccine rollout as well. You know, that's going to, to need requirements across the board. So obviously, if we don't have enough immunisation nurses for particular areas, we'll be calling upon people to travel interstate to help us support that program. Um, on the, the the coronavirus and the pandemic at the moment, the situation Australia is in. I mean, has, how have nurses been impacted? Look, nurses. Um 
you know, have been brilliant. I have to commend and, and thank all the nurses that are currently working for us or that aren't working for us that are contributing to it. The interest and the demand, you know, in people wanting to support it, wanting to help has been absolutely amazing. Now, some of the nurses are, are working really hard, much harder, you know, than they've ever worked before. And I think they already worked hard pr- prior to the pandemic. So, you know, I think um, depending on the areas that they're working, I just I'm so proud of all the nurses that have been working with us in, in what their contribution has been, because obviously it is hard work. You know, lots of things have changed. Guidelines have changed. We have to work within the restriction guidelines. We have to adhere to stricter infection control protocols. But nurses take it in their stride. You know, they really do. And I think uh, the main um thing that I've really noticed is that everyone's ready to pull up their sleeves and and support Australia through the pandemic. How difficult, obviously we need nurses here in Australia, um, just like everywhere in the world right now, but how difficult is it for nurses to to get out here? Look, it is challenging. I don't want to sugarcoat it at the moment. Um, We have a really good relationship with Home Affairs at the moment. Um, Aoife Frawley, the branch manager for Alliance Health and international candidate care manager has done a brilliant job in terms of developing that relationship to support us getting exemptions. Uh, We are able to offer full-time contracts to nurses coming out and, you know, we've developed a contract pathway to make sure that they're looked after when they get here for work. Uh, The issue is currently the flights. I think a lot of the airlines obviously because they've been affected financially. Uh, There are caps on the numbers of people that are being allowed to fly in. So certainly it is difficult, but my advice to anyone is that just keep continuing to try, keep continuing to book your flights. Um, We're here to come to for any uh, consultation that you require. We're talking to nurses every day that land and arrive just to talk about their experiences and what made it different for them and how they got in and, you know, why their flights weren't cancelled. We're watching it literally every hour on the hour to look for changes and hopefully in the coming weeks we'll see those caps lifted. Um, But certainly, look, it is challenging. It is very challenging. Um, Beauty of our company working for uh, being owned and operated by Business Australia is that we're working really closely with our advocacy team because obviously we want to make sure that we support the nurses because it is critical that we get nurses in. So my my advice is don't give up. Um, Really make sure that we can support you in any way possible. Jane and the team overseas are also always available. Um, don't let it don't let it put you down and turn you off coming. Look, and I don't think it is, but I think you know it's just a little bit more challenging at this stage to, to come in. So, um, as I say, it, it can be frustrating, but just keep trying. And I guess when we we start to see the vaccine being rolled out, the, we, we might see uh, borders or international borders, uh, you know, once again start to reopen. I mean, how would that compare to, to what we're seeing at the moment? Oh, it would be brilliant. I think I will definitely have a big party the day that it starts to open, um, as will Jane. I think, you know, look, prior to COVID, we had, you know, lots of nurses wanting to come out. Since COVID, we've got 10 times more nurses still wanting to come out. So I'm really happy, you know, that people are continuing their migration pathway. Uh, but obviously I am conscious that, you um, 
you know, it has been quite challenging. But I think when the borders do open, uh, you know, I do expect to see, you know, hospitals will also expand because they have more readily available staff um, and they will be able to let their staff have time off, which they haven't been able to have. So I think the work will continue to grow and build. You know, I don't think we'll see a drop in work whatsoever. Uh, it'll just continue to to get strengthened, you know, the, the longer the pandemic, you know, moves away. Um, on the migration journey, I mean, we've, we've heard a little bit about how you'd apply for a working holiday um, previously, but, you know, what if you come out here, you really enjoy it? What are your options long-term? Yeah, so our organisation are approved through Home Affairs to sponsor nurses. Certainly uh, there is an application pathway, but we can really look at what opportunity is best for each individual nurse, whether that's an agency sponsorship or permanent recruitment. Uh, but certainly we are approved to sponsor nurses nationally to stay on board for full-time contracts. So a sponsorship visa can be anywhere from one to four years uh, where you are able to, to stay and work with our organisation uh, in any state throughout that four-year period. Uh, and it's a full-time contract, so uh, you would get your annual leave, your personal care leave, um, supported uh, through a full-time position with education, training, uh, and ongoing support from the team. So, as you said, you can so you can move around between different states. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, the contract would be held under our Recruitment Solutions Group brand, um, and. What, what, what that would mean is that um, we do an intercompany transfer because we're all owned and operated by Recruitment Solutions. Just talk me through that. So there's a whole number of agencies that come under Health Solutions Group Australia. Yes, correct. So we have an office in every, every state with the exception of uh, the Northern Territory and Tasmania, but we do still supply to those states uh, and can make it an easy transition to move between those branches. So when nurses are coming out here, how you know would you advise them to come to a particular city first where there's perhaps more work and then just they can maybe make a decision of where they may want to settle long term? Yeah, absolutely. We always recommend to come to a bigger state or a bigger city first because you'll get more exposure to more opportunities initially uh, with the ability to work across multiple sites. Uh, and each state, as I said, has a little variance on how they operate or how they allocate their shifts. Um, New South Wales and Sydney, we tend to get a lot of block bookings where you'll get a continuity of work, whereas some of the other states might be day to day, but you'll still get lots and lots of work. It would just be more the agency nature work where you're getting booked as an on-call basis. I think that as I said, you know, times have changed where we're all in high demand at the moment just because of the shortages in the nursing space. And what's a story you love to recall from a nurse that's um, already made the move to Australia? Oh, look, there's been so many uh, that I remember. But, you know, in particular, uh, I had a nurse that came out on a working holiday, was absolutely adamant that she would only stay for the six months. Um, she worked with us for her whole working holiday visa. She went and got her second year working holiday visa. Uh, and then we actually sponsored her to stay and work with us for a four-year period. Uh, and then she was successful in getting her permanent residency and then successful in getting a full-time position in uh, one of our public hospital networks here in Sydney. And I actually spoke to her the other day. We still keep in contact and she's actually now in a uh, high-level management position uh, with one of the bigger, larger public hospitals and is engaged to get married here. And, you know, she's really made a life for herself and, and gotten that management pathway and worked her way up, which, uh, you know, from her feedback 
basically said that she wouldn't have had that opportunity so quickly. I think it's been a six year period. Um, so within six years, you know, she's come out as a fairly junior RN and, and worked her way up into now a senior position within New South Wales Health, which is absolutely, you know, brilliant for her. Oh, Kate, such an amazing success story. <laughs> and there's so many, there is so many, you know, and that's what keeps me motivated in the job. As I said, you know, I absolutely love the job in terms of meeting the people and it doesn't feel like a job because you're always, you know, getting to hear good news stories and you do really feel like you're contributing. I think the pandemic, as I said, I'm so proud of all the nurses that work for us and and all of the contribution that they've made. And as I said, there's so many memorable stories, but people just, you know, treat it as their everyday job. You know, it's, it, it doesn't feel like they're doing, you know, something above and beyond. And that's what makes it really special. Okay, it has been such a pleasure hearing all about the opportunities available to international nurses. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Kate. It's been brilliant. In the next episode, we'll hear all about what it's like living and working in Melbourne. And if you have any questions we haven't answered, please reach out to the team at www.hsga.com.au.